changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some new favorites from Chicken Soup for the Soul. Our latest book is out and it's filled with stories about miracles and really weird coincidences. And today I'm going to share a couple of those stories with you. Whether you think they're miracles or just incredibly well-timed coincidences, they are great stories, and I was so thrilled to get them for this collection. In the first story, Marsha Warren Mittman tells us that she was on one of those once-in-a-lifetime trips to Machu Picchu, which is that Incan mountaintop citadel in Peru's Andes. Marsha was so angry, though, because her 5 a.m. wake-up call hadn't come. She was staying overnight at the expensive hotel that's right at the site just so that she could be up for the sunrise, which is the whole reason that people stay overnight there. I stayed there myself after a 16-kilometer, really demanding hike to Machu Picchu, and it was so that I could get up at 5 and see the sunrise. So Marcia had wanted to sit in the ruins in one of the temples and meditate as the sun rose. But now that wasn't going to happen. So she got up, very disappointed. She got dressed. She shuffled down to the reception area in the empty hotel. Every other guest had gone out to see the sunrise. She was the only one who didn't get the wake-up call. So now she would just have to wait for them to come back for breakfast. And then she heard it, a long, drawn-out moan coming from somewhere in the lobby, although she couldn't see anyone. She circled around the room, and she finally found him, a 20-year-old man lying flat on his back with his hiking gear spread all over the floor. It looked like he had just keeled over. Marcia asked the man if he needed help, and he said that he had been suffering from dysentery for several days. His friends had dropped him off at the hotel and continued on their hiking trip. This poor guy was burning up with fever. He was sweating. He was shivering. Marcia could tell that he was deathly ill. She ran through the hotel yelling for help, but no one was around. Finally, she burst through the double swinging doors of the hotel's kitchen, and she found a chef in there prepping breakfast for all the guests who would be returning. He ran back to the man's side with her, and they found that he was foaming at the mouth by then. So the chef called the doctor in the town that was at the bottom of the mountain road, and the doctor rushed up there and then called for a helicopter to airlift the man out. By then, he was slipping in and out of consciousness. Marcia waited with him until the helicopter arrived, and then she went back inside the hotel, where her group was finally assembling for breakfast after seeing the sunrise. Well, it turns out, her fellow travelers told her she hadn't missed anything. It was so crowded and noisy at the temple that no one could meditate, and the sunrise wasn't the contemplative experience that they had all hoped for. And that's when Marcia realized something. She could go out alone to the ruins right then and have them to herself while everyone else sat inside and ate breakfast. So off she went, and she had the ruins to herself. And it turned out that Marcia was the one who had the most spiritual, meaningful experience of all at Machu Picchu, because she was lucky enough to have been left behind in the hotel that morning so that she could find that man who was on the verge of death. Through some weird coincidence, Marcia didn't get her wake-up call, and she ended up helping that deathly ill man in that empty hotel lobby. Linda Hawkins wrote another story about a miraculous coincidence 
and it was in the same book. In her case, it was her son who was in the right place at the right time. But let me set this up for you first. A man in Linda's town was driving home to his family from work that evening, and it was dark, and the man didn't see the deer that jumped out onto the road until the very last moment. He avoided hitting the deer, but his sudden jerk on the steering wheel sent his truck off the road and over an embankment where he crashed into a tree and slid into a lake. The truck caught on fire, but the man managed to pull himself out of the burning vehicle, but now he was in the freezing water. He managed to get out of the water and lie on the bank of the lake, but he was wet and cold, and then his truck exploded right next to him, and he was sure he was going to die. But he managed to crawl away. Now, Linda's younger son, Jeremy, was out at the same time. He had gone to pick up his daughter, who had spent the afternoon with a friend. And at the last minute, Jeremy had decided to drive his wife's SUV instead of his pickup so that his daughter could practice driving. But he remembered to grab the backpack that he always kept in his truck. Linda says that Jeremy always had a backpack with him filled with emergency supplies. He was always teased for carrying that heavy backpack around, but he was still the always prepared Boy Scout he had been as a kid. Plus, he worked in construction, and he knew that there was always the possibility of an emergency. So he picked up his daughter, and then she wanted to practice her driving. So they took a side road that they never would have taken otherwise, and it was one they had never been on before. And Jeremy's daughter had just gotten behind the wheel when they saw this huge orange ball of flame burst above the trees. So they drove closer, and then they could smell the burning fumes. So they stopped the car, they got out, they looked over the embankment, and they stared in shock at the remains of a burning vehicle. And then they heard a voice screaming for help, and a man staggered toward them. He was shivering so violently that it was nearly impossible to understand his words. Jeremy helped the man into the heated seat of the SUV. He helped him out of his frozen, wet clothing, gave him dry clothes that he had in that backpack. Then he wrapped him in a blanket that he had in the backpack, and he called 911. Help arrived, and the man, who was the same age as Linda's son and whose name also happened to be Jeremy, was taken to the hospital where he was treated and released. So two Jeremys, two families, and one deserted road all came together at exactly the right time. I'm Amy Newmark. Thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. And tell your friends. I love sharing these stories, so the more listeners, the merrier. If you'd like to learn more about the book I mentioned today, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Miracles and More, go to our website, chickensoup.com. Click on the podcast button. You can get your own copy at your local bookstore, Books a Million, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, Rite Aid, Target, Costco Canada, Chapters Indigo Stores, and everywhere else that books are sold. And of course, it's available as an ebook as well. And our ebooks still contain our beautiful interior design work. Come back for our next episode when I'll be chatting with Amy Chesler, who is one of our regular contributors who has written several amazing stories for us about weird, miraculous coincidences that have occurred in her own life. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? 
That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.